Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. <coughs> Excuse me. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. Something going on real good today. You ought to feel blessed today. The fact that God woke you up and gave you another opportunity. You know, every day you wake up is another chance. It's a chance for all of us to get better, to get it right, to get on the right path to stop heading the wrong way. Every day you wake up, that's your opportunity. See, because he's going to keep waking you up because he has a plan for you. You know, I don't know, uh, you know, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know when he makes his call and, 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 you know, who gets called home when. I can't explain it. I don't have that answer. I'm not him. I'm not God. I don't claim to be. I don't, I don't understand it all sometimes. But God has an amazing way. But as long as he's waking you up, I do know this. God ain't through with you yet. God has a plan for you. Your job is to identify, identify the plan. You know, that's that's clearly what I need for you to do. You know, um, oftentimes the thing that you're looking for, it's right there inside of you. You know, I, I can't tell you how many people I meet uh Mr. Harvey, Mr. Harvey, can I speak to you for a minute? Yeah, man, what, what's up with you? Um, man, I was just wondering, man, I've been trying to, and I wanted to know, man, can you give me a good agent? Can you give me a good uh, lawyer? Can you give me a good... Now, look, if you got some legal problems, I understand you're going to need some help right there. But the majority of questions I get asked is about their future, about their place in this world, about their mission, about what they're trying to do, how they're trying to figure out, and then the how to go about doing it. But the answer I must remind all of you is always within yourself. It starts right there. See, a lot of people burn up a lot of time looking around, trying to find someone. If I could just meet them, if I could just get on her show, man, if all if I could just get to his show, I beat and made it. That's not that's not necessarily the case. Because, see, just like every time you put your put your uh, faith in a person or an event or occurrence or or some type of thing that you imagine yourself being in, and that'll do it for you. Imagine of all the people who've made it without. You know, I look at everybody talking, man, if I could get on so-and-so's show, that'll do it for me, man. Somebody else got on that show and they blew up. Man, if I could just make it to that show. Do you know how many people have made it without that? So, see, when you start focusing in on what your idea of how to make it is, and your idea of how to make it does not include your relationship with God, you're spinning your wheels. Man, it's a vicious cycle you're in now. And I'm asking everybody to get out of that cycle. Get out of looking for someone and something. The answer is within you. God resides in you. That burning thing that you have that you just can't get out your head, that's a seed. God planted that there. That's a seed. It needs watering, nurturing, fertilizing. That's what it needs. 
it it didn't it don't ever say man I need that other person right there. Now there are people you will meet that will compliment you, and I can assure you that God will put you in the right place at the right time. I'm almost certain that God will introduce you to everybody you need to be introduced to to make it to wherever it is you all are trying to get to. I'm talking about you and God now. But the moment you take it into your own hands and you make the decision as to who you got to get to, you've just clouded and muddied the waters. See, God's plan for you don't really need your help. Uh Uh-oh. It needs your attention. It needs your focus, it needs your faith, and it needs your hard work. But he needs you to listen. Needs you to listen more than anything. Listen, keep the faith, and be willing to work your tail off. I don't know how you think it can happen any other way. But then again, I do because I tried to make it another way. So I had to come to the conclusion, hey, man, listen here. Dog, this ain't working for you. You got to get some more God here, man. Listen to me. The answer was always within me. The the moment I sat down with myself and told myself the truth that, hey, partner, you ain't really all that. That, Hey, partner, regardless as to what people are seeing and stuff, you ain't happy. Hey, partner, this really ain't about you. Hey, partner, you really ain't all that good at this. God is keeping you for a reason. Okay, hold up, Steve. Quit tripping. What I need to do. I just started talking to myself, and then I heard uh, Bishop Jakes say a couple of things. Then I was watching TV. I heard Joel Osteen say a couple things. And I went, wow, man. Okay, cool. That's pretty slick. I'm going to try that. And when I did it, it changed my life. I am telling you, man, it has been God this whole time. And the God has been residing inside of me, just like the God resides on the inside of you. That's him talking to you, telling you, man, you ought to get it together. Man, making you feel bad. It's sending you on guilt trips. You knowing you wrong. You out there wrong. And something telling you you ought not do it. Here's how you know it's God. And Bishop Ulmer taught me this in his book. He's got... Um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's a really good book. But it says in there, man, Bishop Omar was talking in this book and he was saying, the way you know it's not God's voice is if it, it ain't no sin in it. See, how many times have you made up in your mind, I'm going to show this person or I'm going to show that person or I'm going to get this person back. You hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. You know, the Lord don't like ugly. I'll show you. Well, the Lord don't like ugly. But nowhere in that does it say for you to go show them. It doesn't say that. See, so when you strike out on that mission, you know, um, the God knows in my heart I loved you, but I got to do this because you did me wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ain't got nothing to do with God right there. You can take him out of it. If it's God has no sin in it. So anytime somebody come to me talking about the Lord told me to do this to you and that's the only reason I'm doing it, you need to get yourself right with God. I heard all them threats right there. That ain't God talking to me through you. What are you crazy? If it's God, it has no sin in it. So you got to be careful, man, when you talking to people. We're going to go down here and we're going to do this because this is the right thing to do. If it has something wrong going on, then it can't be the right thing to do. Took me a minute to learn that one. 
but please get that through your head so you can quit spinning yourself around. And remember, everything you're looking for is within you. It's all right there. Quit wasting your time looking around all the time. Go to your God, man. Talk to him. Go to that spirit that's on the inside of you that's calling you. Stop letting people shake your tree. You know, every time I turn around, man, somebody got a camera in my face that's a freelance for TMZ or something. And they all come with the same thing now lately. You know, I'm an atheist, or you know, I'm a, you know, there's an atheist group that's going door to door now. I told the dude at the airport the other day, I said, I don't care. You know, they try to antagonize. He said, hey, man, how do people with aggravating voices get radio shows? I said, I don't know. I've never, I don't know anybody with an aggravating voice. Well, do you know that atheists go door to door? I said, man, that's cool, man. Knock yourself out. And I just kept on walking because I'm not going to get tripped up in that game. Look, atheists have the right to feel how they want to feel. And I had a right to feel what I feel. I'm not stopping you from going around saying you an atheist. You can't go around saying, I, stop me from saying I'm a believer. Let's just go on live in this world. At the end of the day, somebody going to be right, somebody going to be wrong. Whichever one it is, or suppose it ain't no God. Well, then I done lived a pretty cool life thinking it was. And I'm going to just ride with that one. That's pretty cool with me right there, okay? All right, y'all. We're going to have a good one today. Tripping a little bit, going through something. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, let me have your attention. Steve Harvey Morning Show is kicked in right now. Uh, This is Steve. Uh, uh, the one that brings it all in, uh, you know, as <laughs> intro level stuff. That's all it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, Steve. Good morning. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. What's up, crew? What up, Junior? Morning, Unc. I guess I can come to work today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all can come. <laughs> when I cut the game on, by the time I cut it on, it was halftime. <laughs> J. Anthony Brown, yeah. Watch out there now, Steve Harvey. What's up with yeah, you? Yeah, you can come to work. The Browns didn't beat Houston. Yeah, you, and I want yeah. you to know that y'all really should uh-huh. pay your tithes this week. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I would throw in 15% <laughs> if I was y'all. Because what the Lord saved y'all for. I know. I thank him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and let me tell you something. I was watching uh, football. I didn't watch a lot of games. I always watch NFL game day live so I can keep uh-huh. up with all the games. When I cut the TV on, it was halftime, 23 nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Texans over the Browns. That took a lot of pressure off my Sunday. I will say that. Because I didn't have to worry about it no more. It wasn't even worth worrying about then. Yeah, then I cut on here, watch this food drop two damn touchdowns. Yeah, so the Texans won. Right? They did. 20, they won. 29 13. Congratulations. Ah, oh, man. Well, he said I could come to work if they lost. Man, thank the you Lord. You sure did say that Friday. Uh-huh. You damn right I said it. That's you should sure. thank the Lord for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, Jay, it's going to open oh, yeah. different. It been a whole different open. I couldn't, even, I couldn't even sit in here. Oh. No. Oh, no. No, no. no I, we'd be saying the score every break. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. boy, boy. That's good, though. Good game. Good well. Game. Yeah. And uh, shout out this morning. Yeah. To my sister Yolanda Adams. We love her. I love Yolanda. I want to send a big yeah. shout out and a lot of yeah. love mm-hmm. to Yolanda Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yolanda Adams on her Instagram, mm-hmm. she had a relationship with the Bush family because every they used to do events 
and they, they love Yolanda Adams singing, and they would have her invite her to a lot of different things to sing. Mm-hmm. And her and uh, the late President Bush, who just passed, H-W. had a relationship. Mm-hmm. Herbert Walker. And uh, she used to call him Daddy Bush. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, that's because she's a Christian. And uh, she posted it. The backlash that she got on her Instagram, mm-hmm. I, I found it appalling that people wow. would attack Yolanda Adams for sending out condolences to the family of a man that she had a relationship with because he was a Republican president. Oh, and and I, I, they talked about Yolanda Adams, man, like it was something ridiculous. Yolanda Adams is one of the finest people I have ever met, man. Yes, yes, she is. Yeah. yes, sir. Yes, she. The nicest women, but a person. I'm gonna tell you a true story about Yolanda Adams when we come back. But Yolanda Adams, I, I text her, and I'll tell That's you what I text her. Well, I can't tell you exactly. All right, uh, we'll do it right after this, Steve. At 32 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Uh, we didn't mention the nephews out today. Oops, is it Monday? Oh, okay. Uh, but before uh, before we left out, uh, hey, Tommy, hey, nephew. Hey, <laughs> before we left out. Uh, Team Tommy Winnie here. I don't know what to say. You trying to represent? I'm trying to represent, but he ain't here. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> but, Steve, before we left, you were talking about uh, some of the backlash that our friend Yolanda Adams has received because she posted a picture of her and the late George H.W. Bush. Yeah, it was a group picture, and mm-hmm. she had a relationship relationship with him. You know, they all lived down there in Texas. Yeah. And Yolanda lives in Houston, mm-hmm. and she That's just she she missed him. They had a great relationship. She, she used to sing for them all the time, and she posted a picture of condolences and I miss you. She used to call him Daddy Bush. The backlash on her page. I just happened to be going through it, and I said, "Wait a minute, man! I could not understand." People's response to Yolanda Adams, who happens to be a gospel singer, mm-hmm. who is a Christian and who did a Christian thing. And then, you know, people saying stuff like, so you're a Republican now. Wait a minute. Republican or not, you can feel remorse at the loss of a human life. How have we become so polarized? And how is the Internet so damn hateful mm. that you can't even send out condolences right. to a man who was a president. But let's just and talk about the fact that maybe they was just cool with each other. Yes, yeah, and it's okay. It's okay if she is a Republican. I don't know what, what her political uh, she party ain't. is. But it's, if she was, it'd still be okay. And it would be okay yeah. then. You're exactly right, Shirley, because, man, it, would, it really In pissed me off when they attacked her like that because she's such a Christian. She ain't going to say nothing. Well, then that's where you need Christians like me. Uh, come on in here. Come on in here. You know here. what I'm saying? That just, you know, that's kind of like, you know, I'm a Christian, mm. but, you know, You're you, I ain't, you, if you slap me, I'm not turning another cheek. That's <laughs> that. I'm that Christian. So y'all get up off her ass. Yeah. Quit talking about her. Quit, quit like, you know, man, like she's done something so deplorable. She's a Christian. That's what Christian people do. 
You know what really kind of right. ticks me off? It's supposedly, why are you following Yolanda? Mm. Why, why do you follow her? I mean, if you're on if her you're page, a fan of hers. you usually be a fan of hers or you right. follow her for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm thinking, you know, should be a lot of Christians following her. She's yeah. a gospel singer. So they're Christians, you're saying, acting well, very unchristian like. Well, let's uh-huh. let's put it like this. Rap fans follow rappers. Yeah, but who's judging? <laughs> R&B fans follow R&B singers. They do. They do. People who love comedy follow thinking, comedians. Thinking right? of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just assuming mm-hmm. Christians follow. follow gospel singers. Amen. Boy, Amen. but when they ask it on that internet, Mm-hmm. Oh, just all of a sudden, all that Christianity, when, when can't nobody put your face to a name on your little fake page you got mm-hmm. set up? Mm-hmm. They talked about this woman, and I just wanted to come to the defense of Yolanda Adams and say, I told my little sister, I said, from your big brother, keep your head up. Don't you, don't you change who you are mm-hmm. worrying about these people? Because she was thrown off with the hatred. Wow. I bet she was. I bet she was. But and, she said, she Steve, I'm just going to love them and pray for them anyway. Yeah. yeah. And That's you do right. the same. No. I told That's her right. I wasn't praying for nobody. Yeah. Okay. Stop that, Steve. That's but, you don't but do Carla, that. you were saying <laughs> yeah. that in Houston, people know that Yolanda and the Bushes were friends. You were saying yes. that. So this yes. is probably from yes. people other than Houstonians that were saying this sort of thing and, on the internet. And, and the yeah, because thing. people in Houston, they know Yolanda Adams. She has a relationship with George H.W. Bush, who and Barbara Bush, who they both lived in Houston right, mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. they passed away. The the so city. there's a lot of people in the black community that have relationships with the Bushes mm-hmm. in the Houston area. And in the picture, it's Yolanda Adams, former President Barack Obama, former President George H.W. Bush, and former President George W. Bush in the picture that she posts. I, I just I just don't understand where people are well, coming she, from. She, she, should, she should really feel mean. good because the thing is, if Jesus was alive today with Ooh. the internet, they would still oh. they would wear him out. <laughs> Try yeah. to find Jesus, a way to cross crucify yeah. him. Yeah. If yeah. Jesus was alive yeah. today, to this day right here, mm-hmm. with the internet, they would talk about him. Now you <laughs> yeah. know that's right. You know no, that's right. Look right. 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 at him walking, walking on water. Yeah. Walking on water. <laughs> <laughs> that nerve. ain't real water. That's what they call wine. No, he ain't making blind people see again. Yeah, come on. That's so, ooh. Yeah, but, unnecessary. But, yeah, means. but I mean, the the Obamas are really good friends with the Bushes now. Right. I mean, uh, First Lady Michelle and and uh, former President George Bush are really tight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they're good friends. You know, former this, um, First Lady, like you said, Shirley Michelle Obama, she's postponed her book tour to attend yeah. the to funeral. attend the funeral. Hey, listen, see, there you the go. Only, right. See, President, you can get a, you can be okay with a person from a different party. Yes, right. that, yes, politics. You really can't. Yes. It's just because guess what? Fellows. what? You each only get one vote. That's it. Your, your view don't change the world or my doggone life. Mm-mm. You only get one vote. You can disagree with a person and still be all right with them. Yes, we do it every day on this show. I every got, single let, day. Let, let me tell you something, man. <laughs> there are some good Republicans in this world. Yeah. There are some good Democrats in this world. I got news for you. It's some bad Republicans in this world, 
And it's damn sure some bad Democrats in this world. Yeah. So get past it, man. Mm-hmm. And live your life and let Yolanda you live yourself, her man. life. All right. Um, coming up next, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about um, the Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury oh, fight. Ah. Uh, and, and then you wanted to talk about the football uh, ah. situation, Steve, going on, too. Boy, you don't you don't know how I was. I'm, I watch all this. Okay. All right. Now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll talk about it when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, in entertainment news, Beyonce's performance was so beautiful. Did you guys see her at the Global Citizens Festival in Johannesburg, South Africa? We'll talk about that uh, coming up. But right now, uh, Steve Jr. and Jay are here with, uh, they're going to talk about the heavyweight fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. And Steve, you got to talk about uh, uh, Deontay's outfit, okay? (laughs) I'm throwing out some Game of Thrones when he walked into the yeah. room, I thought I didn't. he was a chicken. I didn't know what he was doing. Walked in here, looked like a chicken. The worst damn outfit I've ever seen. I've seen some bad outfits on boxes yes. before, but that the, was one. but the but the superior chicken George. <laughs> It was nice. crazy, Steve. You know, I don't blame him, Steve. I blame whoever put that together and sold it to him. Yeah. Oh, That's oh. who need they behind wolf. <laughs> I know Deontay had to say, you think it's going to look all right? All right, well, said, describe yeah. it. At one, at one point, he said, ain't enough feathers. Put more feathers. <laughs> you know, I actually thought it was going to be a draw the moment it ended. Did you? Yeah, I thought it was going to be a draw because I was scoring the fight as I went along. And what happened was Tyson Fury was outpointing him. Oh, was he? Yeah, so he had accumulated too many 10-9 rounds. Mm -hmm. So they give if you win a round, they say you won a round 10-9. If you get a knockdown in a round, that's a 10-8 round. If you score a knockdown, it's a 10-8 round. Right. To the person that scored the knockdown. Now, uh, Wilder had two 10-8 rounds. So you try, you got to do it like that. So it's 12 rounds in the fight, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say seven of the rounds uh, Tyson Fury won because he was outpointing Wilder. He was just outpointing him. Because, you know, he was throwing big punches, uh, Wilder was, but he was getting outpointed. Surprisingly to me, he was getting outpointed. He kept that jab in his face. He did. He kept checking with that jab. So I I had him winning seven, eight rounds. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Mm-hmm. I had Tyson Fury winning seven, eight rounds. So when, so okay, let's say seven rounds, uh huh, and then you got the other four rounds that went the other five rounds that would go to him. So that's twelve, but you got a ten eight round and a ten eight round, which would give him the points of seven. I'm doing this wrong, but anyway, I got it for a draw because so I just came up like with a draw like the judges yeah. did. Yeah, I thought it was a draw. I was not mad at the draw. Because both mm, of them have belts. Mm-hmm. One of them is the millennial, whatever they call the champ. 
and the other one is WBC. So they need to unify these belts. Everybody got a belt. So in order to take somebody else's belt, you got to beat him. Mm-hmm. He knocked, really now, when he knocked him down that second time, I thought I don't that was know it. How he got I up. don't know how he got up from that. In the 12th, <laughs> he I thought looked that crazy was it. when he got up, though, didn't he? Yeah, he looked crazy. When he got up, he, everybody was he like, He don't know up. how he got up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's but crazy. I, I saw it, man. It was, it was, but uh, and can I say this, man? Mm. I love Wilder, but he mm-hmm. needs a trainer. Why? He, he doesn't he, have a trainer? He needs a real knowledgeable corner man uh. in his corner to train him because he he's still throwing his punches too looped. He threw a couple of them, them, them swatted hey, punches yeah. mm-hmm. with his, with the palm of his fist. I, I saw three of them yesterday. Former boxer Steve Harvey, by the way. I mean, he just mm-hmm. he needs a real he need to go get Tony Atlas or he need to see if, you know, somebody'll come out that really, really know the game, man. That he'll listen to. He'll listen right. to yeah, he need Floyd's like daddy. Oh. Mm-hmm. He need Floyd daddy or Floyd is Floyd uncle? Uncle. Yeah. yeah. Roger. Roger. Yeah. He need he need a fight guy. He need a guy who's a fighter who has right. boxed. Because before. he got Mark Breland in his corner. Mm-hmm. But Mark Breland, obviously, and I'm just I'm just going by what I saw in the corner. Mm-hmm. He's not a good fight. Mark Breland wasn't that great of a fighter. As long as he was winning on the outside, he was good. But if he got inside, he didn't know what he was doing. Same thing James Wilder looked like. And from the fight I, part I saw, Steve, I watched the whole fight. Yeah. Tyson really could have knocked him out. I, I if thought he, he could a couple it. times. He if he had it, really bro. pressed it, he could have knocked him out. Bro, he had him. If if yeah. you look at Wilder's face, he he yeah. took the worst end of the whipping. Yeah. He did. Yeah. And Tyson Fury yeah. got a nasty faint, man. Yeah, he does. Man, yeah, he he know how to throw you off balance. He's very unorthodox. He man. looked like he's shaking and nervous the whole time. Then he right. hit you and like that. That's the Jedi that's, mind that's, tricks, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, man, he had he had the better looking boxing jabs he had Who the had better feints yeah Tyson Fury I, that's mm-hmm. what I'm looking at mm-hmm. I'm just saying mm-hmm. Wilder needs somebody real in his corner cause he ain't, he ain't got enough knowledge in his corner and I'm mm-hmm. sorry but the white guy that puts the body bag on that's showing him the stuff to do he don't know enough mm-hmm. he does not know enough man he needs a new trainer. Now, Steve, if, I got a soundbite for you from Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, what is your assessment of what you're seeing here? Well, what I see is Deontay Wilder. He's depending, he's depending just on one shot. He's looking for one big shot. And as a fighter, you have to use other weapons. Um, Fury using combinations and, and a, you know, a, a, a very, very fast jab and taking his time. So I think that uh, if De- Deontay Wilder don't do something else, it looks like uh, Fury's going to win if it goes the distance. You have all the rounds so far to Fury? Uh, 5-0 so far. Uh, Deontay Wilder, um, a hell of a fighter. You know, I love Deontay Wilder. Fury, um, a very, you know, unorthodox boxer. A good matchup. He's right. He need a trainer. He uh-huh. needs somebody to show him how to get that one punch in. He he quick enough to have a nice jab, out and and he tall enough. Right. Jab 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 jab. That set up all that stuff. You just got your right hand cocked. Hell, he saw it coming all day. Mm-hmm. He need a trainer, man. He needs somebody to teach him the fight game. 
because his fighting skills are not good. He couldn't have whooped Riddick Bowe. He couldn't have whooped Buster Douglas. Uh, Lennox Lewis. He couldn't have whooped Lennox Lewis. Mike no. Tyson. Razor Ruddick. Mike Tyson. Man, Mike Tyson would have killed his ass. <laughs> he couldn't you have think whooped. he can beat Joshua? No. The, the dude not, Joshua not, not that ain't shot. that good yeah. either, yeah, man. Not mm-hmm. with that, that performance last no, night. No, them dude, that dude Joshua ain't none of these new dudes. Mm-hmm. Foreman, Frazier, Norton, Holmes mm. would have whooped this Ali. boy ass and all these boy ass. <laughs> all I'm in just one telling night. You. All in one night. When all no country, fight, ain't no, ain't no it's better fighters now. No, the hell it ain't. All right, listen, go to Steve Harvey <laughs> FM. You talking about no Ali. And tell us your opinion on the fight. Uh, Fury or Wilder, who do you think won? And uh, do you want a rematch? Up next, entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Global Music Festival this weekend, guys. Mandela 100 took place uh, over the weekend, like I said, to honor Nelson Mandela's work to end poverty. Mandela 100, it was an all-day event in Johannesburg, South Africa. It included musical sets by Beyonce and Jay-Z, Pharrell, Ed Sheeran, Chris Martin of Coldplay, Usher was there, and other African artists. South African comedian Trevor Noah and also Dave Chappelle were on the stage to support the cause. Beyonce's performance brought the crowd to their feet. And before the event, Beyonce wrote an open letter dedicated to Mr. Mandela uh, saying, in part, your kindness and gratitude for every experience and your ability to forgive are lessons I have learned and will pass on to my three children. My entire family holds you in high regard. What nice words. Yeah. yeah. And in other news, uh, we talked about this a and, little and, bit and, earlier. And, and excuse me, and right uh-huh. there, Shirley. Yes. Beyonce said, your willingness to forgive. Forgive. Yeah. 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 See, if you, you, when a person passes, mm-hmm. you have to learn from situations. If you can't forgive, you, you do a number doing damage to yourself. That's One nice. of the main lines in the Lord's Prayer is, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Mm-hmm. That's how it's done. If you don't ever start forgiving folks, mm-hmm. I got news mm-hmm. for you, man. Your your life in trouble. Yeah, Forgiving is like, not so much for the other person as it is for it's you. It's for you. Because it keeps that acid attitude inside of you for the longest. Yeah. It really does. And, and you can move on with your life. You can move on. You can move right. on. You're not stuck back there. Yes, Steve. And you are going to require forgiveness yourself. Thank you. Shortly. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It won't be no long time before no. you need That's it. That's right. Mm-hmm. And um, also in other news, uh, as I was saying, we talked about this earlier, Steve. George H.W. Bush, George Herbert Walker Bush, the 41st president of the United States, died Friday night at his home in Houston. He was 94 years old. His passing came less than eight months after his wife, Barbara Bush, died. After 73 years of marriage, J. Anthony Brown. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 73 years. How many years? 73. Uh, (laughs) President Bush served as uh, president for one term from 1989 to 1993. There will be a four-day tribute to President Bush. He will lie in state from 5 p.m. Monday until 10 a.m. on Wednesday. A funeral at the Washington National Cathedral and his burial will be at the George Bush Presidential Library. R.I.P. George H.W. Bush. Uh, 
no one said an unkind word about this man. You look at all the tributes that were going on uh, over the weekend. No, they uh, saved all their unkind words for Yolanda Adams. Yeah. With they funky behind. Yeah. Now tell people, because if they may not have heard, you talked about this earlier with uh, Yolanda Adams, Steve. Yolanda Adams posted a picture of her and a few other former presidents, and George Bush was one of them. And she admired him because he used to hire her a lot to do uh, this events that him and his wife Barbara had. And they were so close that, you know, he called her, she called him Daddy Bush. And she wrote that on her post. And all of a sudden, the hate that was sent towards Yolanda Adams, well, oh, you a Republican now? You know, did you realize what he did? Wait a minute. I just didn't appreciate why they mm-hmm. tried to do my little yeah. sister. And y'all ain't going to do it because I'm going All right, Steve. Let, let's go on to uh, headlines now, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp Bush was one of them. And she admired him because he used to hire her. Say him and his wife Barbara had, mm-hmm. and they were so close that you know he called her, she called him Daddy Bush, and she wrote that on her post. And now all of a sudden, the hate that was sent towards Yolanda Adams, well, oh, you a Republican now? You know, did you realize what he did? Wait a minute. I just didn't appreciate why they mm-hmm. tried to do my little yeah. sister, and y'all ain't going to do it because I'm going All right, Steve. Let, let's go on to uh, headlines yeah. now, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Steve. Good morning, everybody. This is Antrip with the news. And yes, tributes are pouring in for President Herbert Walker Bush, who died on Friday at age 94. Ceremonies are planned in Washington and Texas for the first President Bush. His body is to lie in state in the Capitol Rotunda today, tomorrow, and until Wednesday morning when there's to be a funeral service for the 41st, uh, 41st Commander-in-Chief of the National Cathedral. Uh, Bush is then to be taken to his home in Houston for memorial services there. And uh, the 41st president is to be laid at one rest on Thursday next to his late wife, Barbara, at his presidential library and museum in a place called College Station in Texas. President Trump has declared Wednesday, by the way, a national day of mourning for the president, who was a Navy man, a vice president and CIA director before becoming elected president. Politicians from all over the world and both sides of the political aisle paying tributes. Former President Obama says, quote, America has lost a patriot. And a humble servant, he described the tremendous good that Mr. Bush accomplished from helping new immigrants to reducing nuclear weapons and to ending the Cold War without firing a shot. By the way, uh, the pres- uh, former President Obama was supposed to be on a book tour, and he said he's canceled all his dates to make sure he can attend the funeral for the former president. It's that time again. The federal government apparently runs out of money on Friday. President Trump's been pushing for his promised border wall again. However, in the wake of the death of the first President Bush, Trump's stance seems to have softened a bit where it pertains to signing a short-term budget extension. They come, which they have, to uh, talk about an extension because of President Bush's passing. I would uh, absolutely uh, consider it and probably give it. At 10 p.m. tonight, HBO, check out a new film on the death of Sandra Bland, the black woman arrested by a white cop in a small Texas town and found hanging by a noose in her cell. Her sister, Sharon Cooper, tells me the project's been in the works for a while. We actually started filming this actually shortly after her passing, and we were just able to wrap things up. And so what I view it as is an, is an opportunity to bring a level of awareness to an issue. Not just that Sandy happened three years ago, but the fact that there has always been a consistent 
adverse impact on black women and girls. And the film is entitled Say Her Name, The Life and Death of Sandra Bland, HBO 10 p.m. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, these are definitely some scary times we're living in right now. Magic Johnson's daughter had to flee a San Fernando uh, Valley house where two armed men staged an early morning home evasion. Say what now, Shirley? Um, Magic Johnson's daughter, uh, Elisa, Eliza, Elisa Johnson. Yeah. Um, she was at uh, an Airbnb over the weekend. Uh, it was rented by some friends. Sunday morning, two men got inside and started terrorizing the 10 people who were staying there. Uh, Elisa was in a bedroom and heard the commotion. And this is according to TMZ. They reported that she fled through a sliding glass door, sliding glass door at the back of the home and ran down the street to escape harm. Meanwhile, the suspects cleaned out the home and fled before police arrived. Uh, uh, we're told that they made off with the Rolex and other jewelry, cash and electronics for a total haul worth about uh, uh, between thirty and $40,000. Thank goodness uh, Elisa Johnson is okay. No one else in the house suffered any physical injuries. Oh and uh, yeah, police are on the case, of course. You gotta really be careful, man. man. Yeah, this is at an Airbnb, you know. Uh, that was rented, so yeah, glad she's okay, and yeah. you know, no one okay. was harmed. But let me say something to young people. I don't know that yeah. this is the case, mm-hmm. but it seems to me like it just so happens that these ten people are at this particular Airbnb, and some robbers show up. I don't know that this is the case, but a lot of times these dudes follow people on Instagram. That's how a lot of basketball players get jacked on uh, uh, on NBA weekends and all this oh, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they follow where they're going, what they doing. They look at their stories on their Instagram and they show up. And I'm not saying this is what's happening, but it's really strange that this one particular R- B- uh, B&B, Airbnb, Airbnb uh-huh. gets hit with these kids in it mm-hmm. and all of a sudden this type of stuff is taken. Yeah. I just yeah, I no, want people right. to the be careful. Media warning. You yeah, yeah. I want I want people to be careful about that. Yeah, and and, and wow. they should absolutely. You're so right. Yeah, as as parents of you know young adults, teens, you know, you constantly have to remind your kids. You, times are just different now. They're just not like it was when we were all growing up. It, it, it's just really different with social media. It yeah. brings a whole nother element into the situation. It, yeah, it's horrible, man. Yeah. You have to pay attention mm-hmm. and be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've you heard do. on the news that they even said to everyone, don't even post when you're going on vacation. Don't do none of that. Right, media. don't do none it. None of that no, stuff. No, I don't post none of that. Yeah. yeah, so you're right, Steve, to give warning. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that, Steve. Yeah. yeah. All right, listen, uh, coming up next, uh, Steve Jr. and Jay are going to talk more about the fight. You guys are into this I, fight, huh? I can't Fury versus It was a draw, though. It's a draw. All right. Coming up 34 after, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you guys talked about the fight last hour very passionately, <laughs> I might add. Uh, Junior, mm-hmm. uh, we, we asked last hour on Steve Harvey FM if people wanted to see a rematch between Fury and Wilder. Uh, so far, it's a resounding yes. Yeah. They, they want him to get yeah. after it again. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, they have to fight again. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Why? They have to. <laughs> yeah, they have to. It was a draw because yeah. it, it was a draw. draw. Yeah. yeah. Plus, they a need to winner. turn the heavyweight division into something. Yeah, like it mm-hmm. used to be, right? 
We watch more yeah. middleweight now. Yeah. 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 Heavyweight used to be. And all yeah. yeah. No, yeah. you watch more Walter weight. Welter weight. Yeah. 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 Walter. <laughs> Who's Walter? <laughs> Walter weight. Hey, Y'all can Walter. say what you want to say, but at least I know what the hell I'm talking about. It's Walter. Yes, you do. <laughs> Of yeah. course so you do. Y'all can, y'all can call it welterweight. That's swalter. what it is. We didn't make it up. It's welterweight <laughs> when you're talking to fighters. <laughs> <laughs> you, let, you talk to any fighter and they'll tell you, yeah, we welterweight. You just say, watch how they say it. <laughs> All right, Steve. Go ahead. Yeah. We'll let you have that one. I mean, this dude. And the, the thing about when he got up, mm-hmm. he got up and started whooping on Wilder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... But you could see where Wilder was just gassed because he throws, hey, no, someone has to train him how to go in for the kill without blowing yourself up. He could have went to the body a few times just to get his hands down, then cracked him in the head. But he just started throwing from his other side. He was putting his right hand back on his right ass. (laughs) He was taking his right hand and putting it on his left ass and just winging back around with it. I mean, and then talk. He was just gassed. The dude has talent, man. He has charisma. He speaks well. Wilder, man. If he had a real trainer in his corner, because the dudes he got is too young. They don't know nothing about boxing. When oh. I saw Mark Breland in there, I said, okay. This Who's dude. that, Steve? Mark Breland used to fight, okay, once again, Walter Waite. <laughs> he wasn't and, that good, though. Well, you know, he was, I think he fought Olympics. I mean, you know, what he, he was good, but he was never going to be, you know, he up there with your boys. Jay has a question for you. I have, what what division is that that he fought in, Walter, Walter Waite, you said? <laughs> You heard him. <laughs> now, wait, before we run out of time, Steve, I got uh, Wilder's. Uh... I got out of the game plan a little bit because I was trying to get him out of there. And I know when I try to get a guy out of there, it never happens. It never happened. I know that. That's a lesson That's a lesson I learned a long time ago, and I just resolved back to it. I could never, you know, get out of there. I wanted to get him out. I wanted to get him out. I guess it was just the building up to the fight, you know, just really just wanted to knock him out. You know, for the fans, first pay-per-view, just, you know, all that stuff. All that stuff take accountable. But like I said, I'm a man, I'm a man of few excuses. You know, I'm very happy uh, with the performance. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the outcome. And, and uh, we live to see another day and do it again for you guys. You know, the fans win. The fans win in this one. You know, this was a hell of a fight to really just determine who's the best in the heavyweight division. And the heavyweight division is just on fire right now. You know, I think that I think this takes it even more farther to the top. What do you okay. say? Okay, first of all, the heavyweight division is not on fire. <laughs> it, it, it had caught on fire years ago. It didn't burn. Fire fizzled yeah. out. Yeah, it's fizzled yeah. out. It's smoldering now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you we as ashes right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we didn't even know you was champ till last week. No. <laughs> Junior. Heavyweight division ain't been on fire since Tyson was in it. Yeah. That's the last time the heavyweight division been on fire. All Let's right. stop this. And you got to get another trainer, bro. Right. Your team cannot get you to the next level. You might be 39 and old, 39 and 1, but you you will you you need a trainer, man. 
All right. Up next, uh, we're going to have the prank phone call from, uh, well, Junior, you'll have to introduce it because the nephew is not here, but we'll do it coming oh, up it. right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter subject. My neighbors are ghetto fabulous. Uh, we'll talk about that. But right now, the, the nephew is not here, but we got the cousin. <laughs> we got Junior in the building with Come the prank phone huh? call. What you got, Junior? Y'all ready? Yeah. Y'all want, yeah. How eager y'all want me to be? Oh, really? <laughs> Come on, boy. Here it is. Huh? Your Christmas decoration. Hello? I'm trying to reach Cecil. Yeah, this is what's going on. Hey, uh, this Manny, man, I live like about four or five streets over from you. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, uh, I see you, you You got your Christmas lights up, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I got them up. I got my whole little theme and everything set up, man. It, it's looking real good. Okay, let me let me ask you something, man. The theme you got in your yard, where you get that idea from? What you mean, where I get them from? The idea, like you got a snowman, you got Santa Claus, some reindeers, you got your whole house decorated, you got Jesus with the manger and, and the uh, the wise men around him. Where did you get your idea from? I'm 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 lost. What you talking about, man? You you asking me where I got a thing from? I mean, you you trying to imply something? I'm I'm, a- I mean, I'm asking you a question. Where did you get the idea from? I made this up. I made this up. Jesus, Jesus, and the manger—you know—that represents Christmas, man. You go with a theme that's Christmas-based, man, and that's that's Christmas-based. Jesus is Christmas. Jesus in in, in Jerusalem and in, in Bethlehem, and hey, what, what's what's going on, man? I, I, who are you? Where you get my number from, anyway? I'm 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 Manny, man. I'm Manny. I got I got your number from one of the people that live on your street, and I'm just asking you uh, on the real where you get this idea from. I made this idea. But I made this up, man. I made this up. This is the second time you asked me where I get this idea from. What are you trying to imply? Okay, here, here go the real deal, dog. The same thing you got if you come four streets over, I got the same thing in my yard, and it looked like you done stole my idea. And see, what, what you ain't going to do is try to win Christmas yard of the season, and you done stole my idea. That's the problem I got with you. No, the problem you got is life and twisted. Okay, cause see, I put this together without I, I never even heard of you, Manny, to begin with. Secondly, I've been doing this particular theme in my yard since I've been staying over. I've been staying over here six years. You ain't had that. You ain't had that theme last year. You ain't had that. I last had year. this theme last year and the year before, and I put my stuff in the same place every damn time I put it down. You did not have this last year. First of all, who are you to call me and tell me about my theme and about my yard and what you got going? I know you ain't copying me. Hey man, I'm gonna tell you right now. And I ain't finna go no further. You need to rearrange your theme and get a different theme because you got the same theme I got. No, you need to rearrange your okay? Because I ain't rearranging Jack over here. Hey, man, let me tell you something. Let's get that if I got to come over there, I, let me tell you something, man, and I'm being real, as real as I can be with you. If I got to come over there and unplug some <laughs> what? stuff. If you got to what? Come what? If I got to come over to your house and unplug some stuff. Unplug? Then, then, no, no, no. See, if anything, my foot will be getting unplugged from your First of all, you ain't finna come on my street in my house and disrespect me at all about anything that I got set up in my yard. Secondly, I ain't hey, finna hey, let man, it go around that way. I tell you what, then I'm just gonna do this here. I'm finna just come over there and, and take Jesus and take the oh, and, and, and no, take them no. wise men out your yard. That's what I'm finna do. You come over this way talking about messing with Jesus in the manger? It's gonna be some real problems. Cause first of all, that's fake. Secondly, that's that's the center of the thing. Now, if you want to come over here and you want to try to do something like that, you're going to need Jesus to help you 
because there's going to be some rolling around going hey, man, on. You hey, trying man, to come up to my yard with the, the bottom line is this right here. You got the nerve to do the same theme I got. I'm four streets over. I'm driving through looking at everybody's, hey, man, uh, look here, man. looking at everybody's like, theme. Like you the man. only one that copied my theme. The same way, the same place, every dog on you. Ain't nobody ever told me your stuff look like Manny from four, five, six. Who the hell is Manny any way? Manny ain't got no right coming on my street because you don't stay on this street. You going around looking at people still trying to get your ideas, man. You not original. No, no, I'm, I'm very original. I moved to this neighborhood before you did. I've been here. I've been here 10 years. You've been here about six. How long you been living over here? I've been living over here six years. This subdivision was just coming up when I came over here. How you going to tell me you've been running your team longer than I've been running mine? Fool, you crazy. Hey, man. Hey, man, man I ain't got, at, I ain't I got time to go back man. You know what? I got better things to do. I still got some more lights put up. Hey, I got you know a what? I ain't going to go back and forth. What I'm finna tell you is just right here. I'm finna come take Jesus off your yard. I'm finna no, take Jesus no. in the wild. You can't take Jesus out of my yard. Now, see, now you're sounding like one of them crazy people. You're talking about taking Jesus out of my life. That's where you got life and messed up. Come on over here. I got something hey, waiting man. on. Hey, man. That's what you Look do. here. Don't turn your lights on tonight. No, my lights gonna be on tonight, tomorrow night, and every other night. I'm talking about taking my Jesus in the manger. I'm original as original can be. Come over if you want to. I got something for you, you man. You done stole my idea. You still talking about this stealing ideas? Come on around here and let's settle okay. this. Hey, hey, dog, dog. Let me tell you something right now. Jesus and them wise men is coming at your yard today. No. You know what, man? I'm through with you, man. I'm through with you. You know what? Come over here if you want to. Touch my baby Jesus. Touch my manger. Touch Mary and Joseph and the wise men. And I'm going to put the North Star over your Literally. Hey, man. Hey. I don't know where you get my number from. Who are you anyway? Who is it? Who are you, man? I tell you what. You talking about coming over here, messing with anything in my yard? My is on time, okay? Set to go off every evening at dusk. As soon as it starts getting dark. My going on. Let my not come on tonight. It's gonna be some for your. Hey, 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 dog. Anyway? Why, 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 why you can't come up with your own theme, man? Why you I can't do your own, own theme? Look here, I tell you what, man. Who are you anyway? We just squat this right now. You stay four, five, three, over. What kind of car you got in your driveway? I can find you, little. Come deal with you right now. Where you at? Hey, 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 hey dog, dog. Wait, right dog. now. Where you at? Uh, uh, you know what? Don't worry about where I'm at. I'm gonna I'm yeah, be there when your lights come on tonight. Now, I'm going to come find you. No, your lights ain't coming on tonight. What? Never not come on tonight. There's going to be some problems in your life. It's going to be hard to breathe for you. I'm letting you know this. Hey, man, hey, man, hey, man. First of all. Who the f*** are you anyway, man? You done called me out of the blue telling me that you're going to come disconnect my life and steal my major and take my baby Jesus out the man. Hey, who are you? You sitting up here accusing me of stealing your thing? When it's been my thing for all these years, six years I've been doing this, and I want best yard three years or three years running in this season. Now, I think you trying to get my but, but But see, the problem is you don't want best yard because you're stealing my idea. How can I be stealing your best you, man? You know what? you and your And I'm ready to deal with your right Hey, hey, hey dog, dog. I, I, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. You stole my Jesus theme, dog. Hold on. Wait a minute. How can I have won best yard three years running? And you saying I got the thing from you? You should have been getting it. You must not be doing it. Okay, right. let, let me let me let me let me go on and say this to you right now, dog. Well, let say me, this. What? Larry on your street told me to call you. Larry. Larry told you to call me. Who? Larry gave you my number. Larry and Tommy told me to call you. Larry and Tommy told you to call me. Do you know who Tommy is? My, Larry ain't Larry ain't never missing no name Tommy to me. Who? The I'm Tommy. I'm nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Larry, man. Nephew Tommy. From the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you 
Larry did this shit to me. Larry told me to call you. He said you win every single yeah, year. It's, the Christmas it's, yard it's, in the year, man. Field, but it's California now. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Let me ask you something. What's the baddest radio show in the lane? Oh, man, hands down, no doubt. <laughs> Steve Harvey. <laughs> Morning show with nephew Bobby. <laughs> There it is. Huh? What? Huh? What? Come on, y'all. Give Boy, it to you're me. The best. Give it give it to me. Shirley, Carla, I don't hear nothing. Yeah, you were stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What you said. Because yeah. all that. Team Tommy. Yeah. yeah. Eating Ain't the rocket coming around. Ah, cha 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 cha. It is time now, guys, for the strawberry letter for today. If you need some advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Junior, are you ready? Yes, I am. Uh, It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Yes, it is. Thank you so much, sir. Subject, my neighbors are ghetto fabulous. Dear Steve and Shirley, I am a 32-year-old single black man. I am a college professor, and I just bought my first condo in a nice new development in a quiet suburb. I come from a family of educators, and I was taught to be well-behaved and to mind my manners at all times. For this reason, I'm having a big problem with my new neighbors. They're a young married couple, and they are, pardon the expression, ghetto as heck. So far, we are the only blacks in the community, and they are just too much. Even though we have central air conditioning in the building, their windows are always up, so you can hear everything that's going on at their house. The TV is up so loud, and they talk loudly 24-7. I can hear the guy yell to his wife from across the hall, Shamika, Shamika, girl, you hear me. When they are going down the stairs outside, it sounds like they're about to tear them down. Whenever they pull up to park, their music is blasting. I don't know what's wrong with them. Two other neighbors have complained about the noise, but they are afraid to talk to the guy. So they asked me to do it. I tried to talk to him and told him there have been a few complaints, but he was not trying to hear it, and he said he will do as he darn well pleases in his own home. I called the cops a couple of times to report a noise disturbance, but nothing's changed. I don't want to come across as being uppity, but I am embarrassed by them. They are living up to every stereotype about our race. I may have to rent out my condo and move somewhere else. How would you handle this? Well, I would definitely rent out my condo if I could. If I could do that, I would. I mean, your home is supposed to be, you know, your sanctuary, your safe haven. Uh, If you can't have peace and quiet in your own home, uh, you you would have to make some changes, I would think. You could definitely choose where you want to live. And and I'm sure your, your condo wasn't cheap, and you shouldn't have to tolerate this sort of foolishness. Um, you know, uh, 
<laughs> I think you should. I really do think you should rent it out. This way, Shamik and them don't have to find out that it's you calling the police on them. Because if they found out, I don't think that would be pretty. Because you already know he said he, you know, he had words with you when you went over there to tell him about it. So I say leave them alone. Try to rent out your place or try to take a different approach maybe. Maybe invite them over and practice some of those manners that you grew up learning. You know, uh, being well behaved and all of that. Yeah. Invite them over. You never know. They may change. (laughs) They may change. You never know. Even the change in him. (laughs) Steve. (laughs) Go ahead. Man, I don't know how. How would you handle it? Uh, Not not the way you is. (laughs) See, you know, let me. uh, I don't know how to put this to you, man. I understand you. 32, single. You're a college professor. You know, you bought your first condo in a new development, quiet. You know, come from family educators, well-behaved, mind your manners. But you got these neighbors, man, they're young couple, but they ghetto as hell. <laughs> yeah. They're hooding them to move in. Mm-hmm. And I understand the dilemma you got, man, because what you do, man, sometimes, man, you work hard, you try to better yourself, and you try to put yourself in a better position. It's a common thing for a lot of people to move out the hood, even though there's a lot of good in the hood, man. A lot of great people there, a lot of great churches, businesses, teachers, police officers, a lot of good stuff in the hood. Now, the hood get a bad rap, but you know why we get a bad rap. And you know who give us the bad rap. Because it's just enough for us that stay there. Mm. Two of them then moved out with you. Now... They loud. Y'all got central air, but they windows is always up. That's a hood move. You know that. You know in the projects you open your window. You run this air bill up. We know we got central air. We're going to let this Ann here save some of their money. So they, they got them windows up because they got to hold down on that central air so they can stay there. You can't lose your house because you can't pay for the air. So you hear everything they going on. TV loud, they loud. Good people talk loud. How <laughs> oh, do they? Usually because it's real crowded in your house. There's a bunch of other people in there talking. Mm-hmm. Hey! <laughs> That's what I yeah. want to hear. Yeah, man, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> go down the store. You want to go to the store? You go to the store. I ain't going to no damn store. We're already in the store. Yeah. Could have been nowhere. Where that? you go? I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Can I use your car? Yeah, no, you can't use my car. That's <laughs> 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 Steve on that family feud. That boy crazy. <laughs> boy, that boy crazy. I love family feud. Boy, that boy right there. Look what Steve told me. What he got on? <laughs> that's the hood. That's it. That's the hood talking that's right, right there, there Steve. That's it. Yeah, I like that right there, Steve. That's y'all. Anyway, so now, uh-huh. you dealing with that. <laughs> he yelling at her, Shamika! <laughs> Shamika, you hear me? You hear me? <laughs> yeah, she hear you. She ignoring you. Now, the two other neighbors that complain about the noise. Mm-hmm. They not black, because y'all done said nope. y'all are only blacks out there. Uh, so yeah. some non-blacks 
done complained, but they scared to ask him. So they done went to the other black, which is you. Yep. And asked you to go talk to that black, because <laughs> maybe he'll take it better coming from your blackness. Yeah. But see, black and hood is different things. Yeah. Now, you don't want to come across as uppity, but you went over there and you tried talking to him. And what did he tell you? You said, hey, man, I mean, to, you know, try to tell you there's been a few complaints. You know, ain't anybody trying to hear that. <laughs> I do the hell I want. Don't. Hey, don't. Don't. This is my house. Mm. Famous hood words. Yeah. These my house. I've used them before in suburban neighborhoods. <laughs> with neighbors who have said stuff to me. Hello. I don't want to come across as being uppity, but I'm embarrassed by mm-hmm. them. Yes, you are. They can be embarrassed. Especially when you trying to act like you something. And they ain't trying to act like nothing except who they is. All right, Steve, hold on. Hang on to that thought. We'll have part two. I may have to rent out my condo. I'm not renting out my damn. Of your, of your response coming I'm gonna up. I'm going to tell you what you need to say here. At 23 after the hour subject of my strawberry letter for today, my neighbors are ghetto fabulous. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we go. Let's recap today's strawberry letter, uh, and then let's get on with part two of your response. My neighbors are ghetto fabulous is the subject. Now, he don't want to go over there and talk to this fool because they loud, they ghetto. They represent every stereo about the race. The other neighbors didn't complain. They didn't ask him since he black. Because he act like he must know him or know a special way to break it to him. He done went over there and talked to this fool. This fool got loud with him, told him, can't nobody tell him what to do. He's just his damn house. Mm. So, you know, now the, the professor dude, young, 32, and got his money together, moved out. He trying not to come uppity, but he says, I'm embarrassed by them. They are living to every stereotype about our race. I may have to rent out my condo and move somewhere else. How would you handle this? They not running me out my house. <laughs> I'm just going to say that to you right now. They're not running me out of my house. I got to at least take one more stab at this. I got to go over there and just tell them, hey man, hey man, hey man, look here. Hey, Mitra's. Let me, let me talk to you. Hey, man, can we go somewhere just go for a ride? See, you got to get his ass away from his house. You got to get him somewhere away from his house where you can talk to him. Take him down to the park. Say, hey, look, bro. I know, man, you and your wife, man, probably moved out here, man, because y'all doing good. Y'all just want to get a taste of the good life, man. Probably come up hard and everything, and you just trying to make it better for yourself. Mm-hmm. Me too, man. But you got these white folks in here looking at us crazy right now. I'm going to just be real with you. They looking at us straight crazy, man. And they looking at us crazy because of your ass, Demetri. You and Shamika in here, man. And I'm telling y'all, man, I bought this place right here, man. And, dog, man, they just think, man, they just think all this is this way. And I know you want better than this, man. Y'all probably want to have some kids and have your kids come up, man. But, damn, dog, we got to do better, man. We can't let these... Man, dog, man, we can't let them feel this way about us. You feel me? (laughs) No, hell no, I don't feel nothing. (laughs) That's Demetrius. No, 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 I don't don't know why. Oh, Uh, what, they send you up here? uh, They, they. So, 
you may have to do it a different way, dog. Uh, I would have some people talk with him. Uh-huh. You know, some the my cousins. Like oh, oh, oh. To go visit what? him. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what, I'm just telling you what I do. Now, he's not going to do that. He probably going to have to rent his little place out because he bush. Yeah. He's a little college professor. <laughs> stuff. He ain't had his ass whoop or nothing. So he going to go over <laughs> there and meet you. Demetrius and Shmeek going to whoop his ass. So he probably need to go and get out. Yeah. Yeah, he probably need to go and get out. So let's do a reenactment. Oh, God. I'm Demetrius. And Jay, you come over to the house to tell me I'm live. Oh, I let's thought he was going to be Shamika. Yeah, I thought I was going to be Shamika, huh? yeah. I, I want to be Shamika. <laughs> okay. You know he does. Okay. Well, you, you we this this gonna be after. We the couple. We going over. Yeah, there. yeah. We, we, we the together, couple, right? and this after yeah. the dude then talked to me yeah. about piping. You coming down. back to tell me what he said? Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, yeah. you just got yeah. that. I love it. Yeah. All right. Baby. Yeah. What up? Baby. What's up? Shamika. Look, look here. Hold on. Hold on. Let me turn this chicken over. I got chicken cooking right now. And I'm going to turn that over. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. I had that door open, so I know you smelled it all the way down the hallway. No, no. So I like to keep my door open. No. Uh-oh. Black bastard. <laughs> that, hey, that's not a reenactment. Is that this is the reenactment. That's real. See, that's what, that what Demetrius was talking about. <laughs> Demet- now, baby, let me tell you something. Demetrius had us, told me, man, we need to pipe down a little bit, baby. We talking too loud. You and talking about up at that ass, Demetrius? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fifth floor. Yeah. Up on the fifth floor. Yeah, Bougie. yeah. The one that wear his sweat around his shirt like he yeah. all bitten everybody else. Yeah. He said something to you about yeah, that. Yeah, baby, he going he gonna to take me down to the park and talk to me. Told me him and the white folk up in here tripping because cause we be talking loud, our TV loud. And you, we go down the steps like we tearing them up and all this. You here. got to be lying to me. When no, all no, When I all this happened? Today, the, the, the morning? You know, I been want to whip his ass just on, on PG. Just you on see that PG. crazy, ain't it? I know. I know. I said, damn. You know what I'm saying? I'm damn, dog. So we, so we brush. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to uh-huh. get him, you know, to understand, you know, how we is and everything. And yeah. he said, well, we wasn't. You, you know, <laughs> I think he think he better enough because he drive Mercedes, Mercedes, whatever, Mercedes Benz. Oh, he got uh, Mercedes Benzes. He drive Mercedes Benzes, right? So he think he bad enough because we still drive shit. We got the same money. We in here, right? Ain't we in here? <laughs> Hell yeah, we got the same money. But see, whole problem is though, he probably just trying that, you know, trying to fit in where he get in. You know what I'm saying? Probably got an application in down the country club and everything. I said, damn, you, dog. I said, well, why don't you, you just come on up in here? Look, me and my girl be drinking 40s on the weekend. Come on up. Oh, just, act like folk. Come on up. You like, know, like people. Hell yeah. You know, we got that grill, got the grill out on the balcony. I'm oh. talking about you got to smell what we cooking. Come on up and get some. Don't act no, like you no, ain't no. Hey, 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 Meek. Hey, hey Meek, mm-hmm. this is this here. Then he come talking mm-hmm. about, no, that gives policy. You ain't really supposed to have no grill I on ain't. the balcony. I, I ain't never seen damn. no policy say that. Well, where you supposed to Where you going to barbecue at? And where you going to dry your delicate things but out on the balcony? Where you going to dry them at? Man, these people right here, man. It's crazy, man. This dude, man, I said, damn, D. They ain't nothing foolishness. They ain't nothing foolishness, man. Straight foolishness. He talked to you like that. Like a man to man. He talked to you man to man like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going like, damn, dog. You know, we can't even get up here and, like, be ourselves no more. You know, I am I know he upstairs now. Hey, Demetrius. You got something to say? 
set up the game, tell a little bit about it. Steve Jr. is going to jump in and, and make and, and explain how the games get worse. Start off good. Sound like a good idea. Oh, Sound uh-huh. like a good idea. But then uh-huh. as the game progresses, problems arise. Let's simple game of spades. We're going to play some spades. We're going to set up the table. We're going to mm-hmm. play some spades. Okay. And then, and then everything happens. Somebody start cheating. You know, yeah. you got that problem. Oh, you know, up, <laughs> renege, you know, man. The first time somebody renege, you swear it was a dead body in the room. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> oh, so you, man. So you, so you can't play that, you know. Mm-hmm. People don't know how to lose and, and, and just take it, you know. They, they mm-hmm. take it personal, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, they take it really right. personal. All right, so you're going to go outside play some touch football. Mm-hmm. You know, get mm-hmm. the family, everybody just play some touch football. Okay. You mm-hmm. got a grown-ass man think it's cool to run over a third grader. Just run over his ass. <laughs> <laughs> just punish him. That ain't cool. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just punish him, man. Well, damn, man. We playing football. Yeah. Yeah. This is a kid. This is a you child. Know, I mean, uh-huh. You, you haven't been putting them on me. You know how I am. You put him to check me. You put him to check me? Look what I'm going to do to him. Oh, my God. Damn, yeah. man. What you out here for? <laughs> You come to play, you come to play. What? It go wrong. It go wrong. All right, here's another. Cinnamon, man, you cinnamon. Like, hey, look, hey, this all I got to say. Uh You know, if if you can't you can't handle the heat, get out this kitchen. Get out this kitchen. I don't care if you're eight. I don't care if you're eight. I don't care. No, no, no. Let him cry. Let him cry. He got to learn. He got to learn. This a man's game. That's cruel. Yeah. It is. Here's another game you can't play. Okay. You want to play dominoes, but you got that dude that been he been he been away for a while, uh-huh. and he take this game a little bit too seriously. You know what I mean? He been in the, he been away. You know he been in the system. He, he been locked up. Oh, so domino, he been away, dominoes, away. <laughs> <laughs> dominoes is a different game to him. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 You shouldn't have been here, man. Now you want to play? Oh, oh, wait a minute. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. I just sent you to the yard on them trains. <laughs> what you talking about? Man. Wow. Hold up, dog. You just went to the yard on them trains. You ain't had no trade minute ago. 
What you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about, I'm talking about your ass is up in the, oh, you trying to, oh, you come around and get shanked. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to yeah. happen to you, partner? You're out now. <laughs> You're out now, man. Yeah. We don't free. Free. No, no, yeah. no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm gonna need two packs of cigarettes for that. <laughs> at, the, at the holiday party. That's all I'm saying. And I'm gonna need them right. two packs the next right, time I see that. you, partner. Playing dominoes in an undershirt. We, we can't play that. We gotta play another yeah. game. All right, yeah, now we're gonna, we gonna go back outside, try to play just a simple game, family game of mm -hmm. dodgeball. It's the same guy who thinks it's a lot of fun. He hit a third grader no. with a 90 mile an hour ball. He thinks that's a lot of fun. In that, the face. He, <laughs> <laughs> what are you out here playing for? I don't care if you What? It's Why called dodgeball. It ain't called stand there and get hit. But yeah. he's eight. Why you gotta oh hit him so hard? Hey, what what he he ain't he ain't ducked. <laughs> I, I bet All he right. talked now. Oh, right, okay, okay, going to cock back with that little weak ass throw like I ain't see that coming. Yeah, I hit him in the face. In the face. That's well, he need to pay attention. <laughs> <Yeah>. So mean. <laughs> oh, baby. Right, oh, right. right, we go back in the house. We decide to play chess. But here's what happens. The man who think he know everything about chess get his ass dusted by that eighth grader. Now, he really upset. The little boy done tow his ass up. In mm -hmm. chess, and he can't take it. Well, all the pieces. That's all the pieces gonna be on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> he picked them up. But hold yeah, on, hold on, up, yeah. dog. Hold up, dog. Uh -huh. You can't say checkmate. We just got started. <laughs> <laughs> how you gonna? How you gonna do, dog? 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 We even did before five, six moves. What is you talking about, checkmate? He won. Dog, dog. That ain't he how won. chess go. He chess won. a thinking man won. game. Right. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't even had time to think. David, he, he won the game, man. He, he ain't won no damn you. game. He, he just said you, checkmate. He, yeah, he beat you. He I won. mean, he won the game. How? He Show won. me how. <laughs> he showed you. He scored. Yeah, he showed you. <laughs> that ain't, you can't do that. <laughs> See, you got to do, look, man, in chess, you have to make a minimum of 20 moves each. Like he didn't have to do that. For you could, dog, that's how it's done, dog. Are you getting mad? No, you ain't even supposed to say checkmate yeah. unless it's been 20 moves. <laughs> Maybe but, try something else. I don't know. Yeah. Man, see, y'all need to play some chess with white folk. <laughs> <laughs> it's racial. Yeah. Everything is racial with you. <laughs> can't play that. All right, last game. Last uh, game we can't play. Uh, checkers. Can't play checkers. It's the same guy with the dodgeball. Really enjoys beating a third grader. He, he gets such bam, joy. bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> King, King me. <laughs> <laughs> what is your punk ass crying for? Put a, put a crown on it. Put the wipe your ass out. No, 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 man. No, 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 man. You can't jump back. Because <laughs> you got the red pizza. Red pizza, red pizza can't jump back. It's a child, man. Uh, all right. Uh, end of this game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's right. move on. Pimpin' in the building coming uh. up next with week 13 of the NFL right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, guys, week 13 of the NFL. Pimpin' is making his way to the microphone as we speak. Here he comes. He be way back there. Uh-huh. Mark. I think he's going to be good. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Hey, Pimpin'. What's happening, Pimpin'? Hey, Shirley, what's happening with Hello, you? Hello, Pimpin'. Happy holidays. Oh, happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas. Thank happy you. Hanukkah. And that other one, too, Kwanzaa. I don't know what they be doing on Kwanzaa. But happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Thank you. Pimps don't do Kwanzaa, man. No, because we can't spell it. <laughs> pimps can't do what pimps can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up, Chocolate? What's happening, Pimpin? What's Ain't nothing, everything okay? Jay, you all right? I'm good, Pimpin. You shot, man. What's up, man? Yeah, I know that's right. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Uh, Hater ain't here, little Tommy. No, he's not here. He don't want them little ass shows or something. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I always got to do that. What's everything? What's up, Junior? Pimpin, my hero. <laughs> Oh, your voice, man. Every time I hear it, I tear up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, this boy got it. <laughs> you boy got it. So what y'all think of this outfit right here? Nice. That's nice. nice you like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what, nice. You doing it. Well, explain well, what, it, though. What, what is that? What is you know, that? Like all, all, the whole jacket is just bells. Oh, like yeah. Christmas bells? Yeah, they're Christmas it. bells, but without oh, the little okay. dangling in it. Because oh. I don't want to be noisy. Oh, <laughs> it just got like, bells on. Okay, jingle oh, bells without the out. jingle. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, oh. yeah. Right. I'm just bells. <laughs> you know, shoes? You know, huh? ring mama, I'm LL Cool J up in here. <laughs> rock, the bell. rock the bells. Rock the bells, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Gold and silver bells, you know what I'm saying? Got these mistletoe cuffs on. <laughs> you look like a nice. Christmas tree, Woo! yeah. You, say it again, Sean. You look like a Christmas tree. <laughs> I look like a gift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's all right up in here, man. Hey, Pippi, well, let's get to it, Pip. See how you so, did this week. Man, you know what? Everybody had bad weeks, Junior. Uh-huh. Even a pimp can have a bad week. And, you know, I just felt like last week I just got rushed to do these picks. Didn't you kind of feel that I way? I felt that way too, Pippin, because you couldn't talk it out and figure it out for yourself. No, I couldn't. I couldn't ask no questions. Yeah, yeah. You know, I ain't pick a, uh, I ain't even getting me a, uh. Push game. Yeah, hey, you know what? I nah, went, damn. Nah, he ain't even give you a push game last week, Pimp. This crazy. All right, Pimp, here it is. Baltimore Damn. beat Atlanta 26 to 16. Mm. Nah, I, th- I thought I picked Atlanta. You did. You did. Mm. Yeah, That's crazy. Old, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's a good one, though. Denver beat Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Got that right. Come on, Yeah, now. you picked, picked it. it. Yeah, that's all I did. Yeah. Los Angeles Rams beat Detroit. I told you that, though. <laughs> yeah, picked it. Picked it. Arizona mm. beat Green Bay. Ah, uh-uh. Yeah, then I think I picked Green Bay. Yeah, Pimpin'. Yeah. Mm. Ah, man. And then the Packers fired their head coach, Mike McCarthy, after that. Right after that, hell, he said, if you can't beat the Cardinals, you ain't going <laughs> to the worst of them. That's cold. That's cold. That's cold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, Pimpin'. Miami beat Buffalo. You know, I picked Buffalo because we on the air. Yeah. 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 yeah, I ain't got no faith in Buffalo for real. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell the truth. 
Well, Pippen, here go another one, though, Pippen. The New York Giants beat Chicago 30 to 27. I was just like, well, I'll be damned. Overtime. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I'll be damned. That ain't, what the hell? <laughs> This is what it sounds like. Oh, damn. <laughs> Tampa Bay beat Carolina Panthers, man, 24 to 17. Oh, man. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That man. threw me off, too. I went, damn, that was messed up, too. Yeah, man. Here got another one, man. Jacksonville beat Indianapolis. And they ain't with nobody this year. I was surprised. <laughs> I like Jacksonville, too. They've been hurting my feelings at Duval. They've been hurting my feelings this week, man. Oh, I man. can't believe they won, but congratulations to DJ Hayden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, little pardon. I used to text him all the time. Yeah, text him, Steve. Yeah, I used to text him all the time, you know. Then yeah. he quit. I guess he didn't want to hear from a pimp, so, you know. <laughs> Nah, text him. He got love for you. Nah, nah, nah. He's a good little dude. I just let him go. I got busy. That's all. Congratulations <laughs> to the Jaguars. Might be too late, but congratulations. <laughs> all right, Pippen. <laughs> Tennessee Titans beat the New York Jets 26 to 22. Oh, the, the Titans came back? Yeah. Damn, the Jets was winning. <laughs> I picked the Titans. Yeah. yeah. You did. You picked the Titans. Must have been a comeback. Yeah. Kansas City beat Oakland 40 to 33. Kansas City beat Oakland. You know I picked that. I yeah. Ain't picked nobody that. with Kansas City. Ah, man. man. New England at Minnesota 24 to 10. They, they, they won. Man. Yeah, I know. I tried. And, you know, I just, I just don't pick. New England, cause I hate them, man. I'm not gonna hear well if I can go go there and win no damn game. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Pimp had a tough one that day. And Seattle beat San Francisco 43 to 16. See, I told you that. Mm-hmm. Richard Sherman talking all that noise, but <laughs> you know, you gotta go on here talking about Russell Wilson got Seattle. He real quiet. He was whooping their ass. Yeah, he, he was. <laughs> he, what he, happened? He, he, you, know, you know, he was always talking that, talking all that noise about he throw four, five interceptions a game and all this. I went, well, damn, dog. You know, what that got to do with it? You ain't getting no four, five interceptions a game. <laughs> if he throwing them, he ain't throwing them to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Richard Sherman, quiet as a kept, he a real smart dude. I like him. But his ass need a haircut, man. <laughs> I ain't pimping, and, uh, you know, the Chargers beat Pittsburgh 33 to 30. You lying. Nah. <laughs> no, Pippin. Dog, I ain't even see what? <laughs> Pippin, what was week. they in Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah, they was in Pittsburgh. I've always hated the Steelers anyway because they're in the same division as the Browns, so whatever. All right, well, listen, we're about running out of time, but we have two very important games to talk about when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, week 13 of the NFL Pimpin' still in the building. Two more games left, Junior. What you got Well, for uh, the pimp? Well, it's Monday Night Football night, Pimpin'. How you got Washington at Philly? Who you, what you thinking? Oh, uh, you know, I don't really care, but I had picked Washington. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what they're going to do because, like, damn. 
Doug Williams said that dumbass mess this week. I ain't know what he's talking about. He said, damn, dude, you must have lost your black ass mind. <laughs> you know, what? you would think with all this Me Too stuff going on, you would sit your ass down somewhere and be quiet. <laughs> These people ain't playing with you no more. You can't say nothing like that. Doug had to come back out and apologize. His grandmama, mama, his six daughters. He apologized to everybody. Yeah, on that just apologize. Doug ain't mean nothing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doug old yeah. ass, you know, Mississippi ass boy. <laughs> he, he don't even know. Well, Pippin, here's the one I like to talk about, Pippin. Because you're at work. Yeah, I'm at work. Uh-huh. Now, Uncle Steve told me if they lost, uh-huh. I bet not show up. Man, Houston, Texas beat the Cleveland Browns 29 to 13. Yeah. Nine in a row. Ha! Pippin, you pick Cleveland. Yeah, I got to pick Cleveland. I'm a pimp, ain't I? Yes, you yeah. is. Yeah. Ain't yeah. no pimps in Houston. Oh. It's too hot. You, you can't, how are you going to be a pimp in Houston? You can't wear fur. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the point. You know, now you put a fur coat on down there, you had to be like an egg. We down there just frying. <laughs> you know, so hot weather stop pimping. I got to tell you that. Pimping is a cold weather sport. You know what I'm saying? So I just, you know, the Browns lost. And, you know, Sean Washington, we passed on him in the draft and took that drunk ass uh Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Man, I don't know how we supposed to get past that. Took that junk ass Manziel and we pass it on to Sean Watson. I said, I'll be damned. Damn, y'all ain't know. Y'all must have thought because he was white, he was going to do something. White boy can't throw. He can't throw in Canada. He done went up there and they want to put his ass down. If you can't throw in Canada, I said, damn, he might as well jump. But he little though. Maybe he should go back and play pal football. Mm. Oh, wow. Try that. He ain't finna do nothing up in here. So congratulations, Houston. Yeah. You know, yeah. the Browns inside. But we, we was in it. At least we competitive, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Pimp. Oh, meaning it wasn't a blowout. When did you know the game was over, Pimp? When At halftime when I cut the <laughs> thing on and I saw 23 to nothing, I went, damn, click. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to be messing my Sunday up. What was that sound you made? I did it. Turn it to click. Don't get out of here. Nice time. Hey, man, so next week, man, I won't be so rushed and everything. Some of my picks can be a little bit better. Because I damn sure would have picked Jacksonville had I been thinking. And I would have picked uh, Baltimore because Lamar Jackson uh-huh. then took over for Falco, but I forgot that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'd have picked that there. I'd have picked one upset game, Cardinals over the Packers. They done fired their coach. His ass ain't coming to work no more. <laughs> and Kareem Hunt oh, for man. the Kansas City. Ch- Dog. God, what over. the hell you oh, do, dude? Man. That was awful. Rick, that Gone. was horrible. Oh, man, you messed up, man. You don't do nothing like that. Ain't nobody raised you better than that. <laughs> Just let me get on out of here. We'll be picking better next week. This is what it sounds like when pimps cry. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Global Music Festival this weekend, guys. Mandela 100 took place uh, over the weekend, like I said, to honor Nelson Mandela's work to end poverty. Mandela 100, it was an all-day event in Johannesburg, South Africa. It included musical sets by Beyonce and Jay-Z, Pharrell, Ed Sheeran, Chris Martin of Coldplay, Usher was there, and other African artists. South African comedian Trevor Noah and also Dave Chappelle were on the stage to support the cause. Beyonce's performance brought the crowd to their feet. And before the event, Beyonce wrote an open letter dedicated to Mr. Mandela, uh, saying, in part, your kindness and gratitude for every experience and your ability to forgive are lessons I have learned and will pass on to my three children. My entire family holds you in high regard. What nice words. Yeah. And in other news, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier. And and excuse me, and right Uh there, Shirley. Yes. Beyonce said, your willingness to forgive. Forgive. Yeah. 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 See, if you, you, when a person passes, Mm -hmm. you have to learn from situations. If you can't forgive, you you would do a number doing damage to yourself. One of the main lines in the Lord's Prayer is, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Mm-hmm. That's how it's done. If you don't ever start forgiving folks, mm-hmm. I got news mm-hmm. for you, man. Your your life in trouble. Yeah, Forgiving is not so much for the other person as it is for, it's you, for you. Because it keeps that acid attitude inside of you for the longest. Yeah. It really does. And, and you can move on with yeah, your you life. You can move right. on. And You're not stuck back there. Yes, Steve. And... You are going to require forgiveness yourself. Thank you. Shortly. Thank you. Thank you. It won't be no long time before you need it. That's right. As I was saying, we talked about this earlier, Steve. George H.W. Bush, George Herbert Walker Bush, the 41st president of the United States, died Friday night at his home in Houston. He was 94 years old. After 73 years of marriage, J. Anthony Brown. (laughs) Yes. President Bush served as uh, president for one term from 1989 to 1993. There will be a four-day tribute to President Bush. He will lie in state from 5 p.m. Monday until 10 a.m. on Wednesday. A funeral at the Washington National Cathedral and his burial will be at the George Bush Presidential Library. No one said an unkind word about this man. You look at all the tributes that were going on. Uh, over the weekend. No, they uh, saved all their unkind words for Yolanda Adams mm-hmm. yeah. in the picture with they funky behind. Yeah. Now tell people because if they may not have heard, you talked about this earlier with uh, Yolanda Adams, Steve. Yolanda Adams posted a picture of her and a few other former presidents and George Bush was one of them. And she admired him because he used to hire her a lot to do this events that him and his wife Barbara had. And they were so close that, you know, he called her, she called him Daddy Bush. And she wrote that on her post. And all of a sudden, the hate that was sent towards Yolanda Adams, well, oh, you a Republican now? You know, did you realize what he did? Wait a minute. I just didn't appreciate what mm-hmm. he tried to do, my little yeah. sister, and y'all ain't going to do him. All right, last break of the day coming up. Stay close. You don't want to miss it. Steve Harvey's closing remarks coming up at 49 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day. This was Monday, not a bad Monday. Nice. Start off the week mm -hmm. in the Christmas spirit. You guys in the Christmas spirit? I yeah. am. Yes, I, I am. am. I'm starting to feel it. I am. I am. I yeah, am. may as well. I still ain't heard Donny Hathaway nowhere. You have, I heard it a oh, couple yeah. of times. Yeah. yeah. I ain't heard it nowhere, man. That's what makes you, what yeah. puts you in the spirit, Steve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard a couple Christmas songs, but mm -hmm. it wasn't that one. I ain't yeah. heard the Temptations yet. I haven't heard, now that I, I haven't heard. I haven't heard Well, I heard a white lady doing it on Watercolors. What? Uh, Donnie Hathaway. This Christmas? Yeah, yeah oh, I got okay. mad and cut it off. <laughs> okay, we're going to move right. on. <laughs> You're not going to ruin this damn song. We're going to move on. <laughs> it's time for, uh. Yeah, you couldn't have sang Jingle Bells or nothing? It's time for closing remarks, Steve Harvey. Okay. Let's go. In, in light of some of the stuff that I've been hearing on the news, I wanted to take a moment to address. Let me start with a basic thing. That if God allows you to finally get to where you've always asked him, could you be? Whether it's in the corporate ladder whether it's uh, a certain promotion on the job, whether it's uh, a, 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 a career in entertainment or career in sports, whatever the situation is, you know, you would think that once God got us to where we asked him, could we please be, that we would be just a little bit more mindful of it and take better care of the opportunity. Too many times I see us, especially men, get to where we've always wanted to go in sports and entertainment up the corporate ladder. And then we get there and then a couple of judgmental errors cause us to have to lose it all. Now listen, I'm not saying that we're not going to make mistakes because we will. Every living person makes a mistake. But my goodness, man, some of these mistakes can be avoided. It's just some basic core values that you have to hold on to. Now, listen to me. I don't know what happened to chivalry. I do know what happened to chivalry. It's men in my generation stopped teaching it to the generation behind us because we were so busy climbing the corporate ladder. We were the first ones to benefit from the civil rights movement. First ones in our families go to college, climb the corporate ladder, get a position at the post office, own a company. A lot of us benefited from the civil rights movement. And we were so busy benefiting and taking advantage of the new laws and affirmative action and all of this stuff where we could get a, a piece of the pie that we forgot to teach the young men, the generation behind us, the rules of manhood. And there's a real simple rule that should always come into play. Men don't hit women. Now look, man, you can call that old fashioned if you want to, because I've had a couple of dudes in my camp accuse me of that. They've actually said that to me. They say, Mr. H, you don't understand. That's old school. That ain't how I do no more, because sometimes these women up here is hitting men. Well, let me explain something to you. I got that there's some women right now hitting men, and I've tried to teach all my daughters, keep your hands off anybody, because everybody ain't raised like your brothers. 
See, I raised my sons not to hit women because my father raised me and my brothers never to hit a woman under no circumstance. So that's how I raised my son. But everybody's child ain't raised that way. So I've always taught my daughters to keep your hands to yourself. But if they don't keep their hands just as a man, what does it really cost you, man? Really, young men, what would it really cost you to walk away? How hard can she really hit you? How really, man, her best shot, you ain't took a shot no harder than that before. You done took a shot from that harder than that from most boys and had to get your butt out the way because you didn't want no more. I'm just saying, man, look, incorporate this real simple rule in your life that men don't hit women. I watched this young boy, Kareem Hunt, on this video in a hotel in Cleveland, push this woman, strike this woman, and then when the woman was kneeling, he kicked her. His football career is gone. The Kansas City Chiefs immediately released him. His foot, this is his second year in the NFL. He didn't learn nothing from the Ray Rice incident. Ray Rice football career is gone from the domestic violence he portrayed to his wife on an elevator. But video or no video, if you just live by one simple rule that you don't hit women, I was looking at Ray Rice's uh, video uh, on the thing. What did she do that she was supposed to get that? The repercussions of it is too great. Whether it's on video or not, the repercussions is too great, man. But when it cost you your career, was it worth it? When you get locked up, was it worth it? When you get charges, was it worth it? You have to go to court, was it worth it? To see the look on her face of a woman you supposedly say you love, to see a bruise on her, is it worth it? I don't think so. I don't think so. Real men don't hit women. I'll just say it again. Real men don't hit women, period. Feel how you want to feel and say what you want to say. But real men don't hit women, period. That's enough. Drop That's the mic, Steve. You're right about that. No, you don't. I don't give a damn. And I, I already know I'm going to catch hell behind this. Yeah, no, no, no. I already know. Take us home, Steve. We got Okay, well, go home. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is 
finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.